for a lot of reasons, never thought of myself as like uh, going to be married. Really? I mean? Yeah. You didn't Divorced have like... friends in my family. Really? Like a disease. Everyone really? in my family is divorced. So really? It's like, I never really had like a model of a good marriage. Yeah. And not that like I didn't see that in like media. You know what I mean? It's like I know that good marriages exist. I'm not mm. saying it can't exist. I'm just saying like it doesn't feel like it's for me. Welcome to the Asian Not Asian podcast, the podcast with all your favorite Asian friends, or in this case, Asian friend, because uh, it's just me, your host, Mike Nguyen. It is a beautiful climate change Saturday. I'm your host, Mike Nguyen. Uh, Jenny is uh, taking care of some stuff, uh, but she's good and she will be back uh, and she will. You know what? I hope what she's doing. I hope she's going on some dates because we need to have some dating stories. It is so hard to get Jenny to go on a date. Maybe what you can do if you want Jenny to go on a date is contribute to our Patreon. What a smooth transition that was. Patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian Pod. It's the best way to support the podcast. And if you do, uh, we will give you a shout out on the podcast and we will give you a backstory. That's our new thing that we're trying to do. We used to try to guess your ethnicity, but it got too easy for us. And so now what we're going to do is we're going to give you a whole backstory. And we would love to hear if we were on point or not, um, because it is... uh, difficult to do right off the dome a lot of times my instinct is just say this guy's an assassin every single time i'm like joey kim assassin obviously so if you want if you want a fun backstory again that's patreon.com slash asian not asian pod i'm going to bring up our guest right away um because i think it will be a lot of fun to talk to him about all these different things before i do the announcements our uh, guest today is gosh musician <laughs> i wouldn't lead with that. no i would i would that's 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 tantamount to like leading with someone else being like whatever their hobby is you know what i mean like a <laughs> uh, crocheter you know are you into crochet no i wish crocheter <laughs> comedian actor good dude i'm gonna mess up your name that's okay i'm gonna give it a shot mike Caballon. okay you know what that's probably closer to what it's supposed to be pronounced really like I say Cabalon. Cabalon. Entirely phonetic. Rhymes with Babylon. Uh, yes, that's right. I've been told by Filipinos I say it wrong. I've been told in Tagalog it would be Cabellon. But then there's oh. also like, you know, uh, being conquered by the Spanish and it's like Cabellon. Oh. It didn't help that like when Camilla Cabello became a singer. Yo. It's, her last name is mine minus one letter and people are like, oh, Cabello. Cabellon. You know mm. what I mean? And there's also a shoe brand called Oliver Cabell. It's even one less One letter. less thing. Yeah. I um th- don't you think it's fun when somebody famous uh has your name and then they basically like take over your identity? Yeah. It's just like now yeah. you are oh you're related to this person. I'm really grateful that it is one letter off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It messes up the pronunciation thing, but no one ever thinks to relate the two of us. How's your Tagalog? Bad. 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 I didn't grow up learning it. I wish I had. Uh mm. and um and I tried taking classes as an adult, like over the pandemic, like early pandemic. It was like, well, I have nothing else to do. Yeah. And yes, like, yes, you can learn like the one one kind of stuff, but I, none of it sticks because I'm not practicing every day. You know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I am notoriously bad at Vietnamese. Sure. And, but I can say my last name correctly. My last, my Vietnamese last name in the right Vietnamese pronunciation. Okay. Which is? Uh, Nguyen, right? In, right. Vietnamese, in yeah. American, yeah. right? Or Win or yeah. whatever. Nguyen is to- all acceptable. Mm-hmm. Nguyen is the real way to say it. Oh. It's not. Was that an M sound I heard at the beginning? It's a ng sound yeah. with a little, like, up-down thing and then, you know. Okay, yeah. Uh, 
I had to practice a lot. It's the one word I can, I'm like confident enough. I'm sure that it has an accent to it, sure, you sure. know? Yeah. But it's enough where other Vietnamese people, like you can tell, like they're like getting out of their seat to yell at me and then mm-hmm. they sit down like, okay. This guy's legit. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> I'm going to give you another five minutes. But no, thank you very much for uh, coming on to the show. My pleasure. I'm so uh, excited. This, I'm like, I legitimately am a fan of the podcast. So that's I so was nice. excited to be asked to be on. I'm excited to talk about oh, it. Well, I'm a know, fan of yours. So uh, it's, it's, it's great to have you here. Very quickly, some announcements. Uh, we've got a bunch of things. If you want to come see uh, Mike Nguyen <laughs> do some comedy, uh, I'll be at SF Sketch Fest. I think this will come out in time. Whatever. If not, you could have seen me. <laughs> SF Sketch Fest, February 3rd and 4th. Um, then that's going to be in San Francisco. There's going to be uh, tickets in the episode description. Would love to see you. Come on out. I'm doing a couple of shows. Uh, then there's Hack City. That's going to be back in New York. That's our stand-up show. That's February 10th. And then February 17th, there's a live podcast recording. That's going to be at Caveat, also in New York City. Tickets are all up in the episode description, or you can just you know, just go to our website, check us out. We'd love to come out. And they're all kind of different things. So Sketchfest, you know, you're going to see some improv. Not from me, because I don't have talent. And I'm going to do stand-up. But uh, at Hack City, you're going to see us do fun stuff. Look how look how crazy <laughs> this podcast if, yeah, is Yeah, if you're not watching on video, yes. in the middle of that, Mike's chair just sank to the floor. <laughs> We're like in a, like a Pee Wee's Playhouse studio where everything is like a little broken, but in a wacky way. Yeah. <laughs> Our, I don't know if it's going to come through on the audio. Our headphones pop in and out. These it's, arms are broken. The chairs sink. I, I realized, too, didn't start running my camera. That's great. <laughs> this is amazing. We're doing so good. We're this is what great. happens when Jenny's not here. Yeah, everything falls apart. Yeah. There's a fire. <laughs> I don't know if you can see, but there's a fire in here. Where did that happen? It's certainly warm enough to indicate fire. Um, <clears throat> but, yes, uh, come check us out. Uh, you want to do some Patreon? I'd love to do some Patreon, shout-outs? yeah. Um, we just, we just got two and I'm sorry if we're taking our time here doing them just because they come in and then Jen and I, you know, we're like, Oh, we'll we'll do it next time. But we do have a couple, uh, and I want to give you guys a shout out here. So let me just bring it up. Uh Okay. Our first one, we're going to do, we're going to give them a backstory just on their name. Yeah. The first one I got, we got two today and I think they're going to be each difficult in their own way. Okay. One, Anthony Tam. Anthony Tam. Tam. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, go ahead. No, you go. I was going to say it has the cadence of a name that you should already know. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like Anthony Tam, didn't he star in that movie? I thought maybe I knew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> didn't this guy have AP Calculus with me? <laughs> I'm going to confess that when I first saw Anthony Tam, I did Google it. Yeah. Uh, Just it to is... make sure it wasn't a celebrity. Yeah, I was like, I was like, who is this person? But of course, this is one of those names where the first thing was internal medicine doctor, and I was like, God damn it! <laughs> and there was like five pages of internal yeah, medicine doctor. Yeah. So I, I don't think this is we for some reason don't have doctors listening to us. <laughs> okay. To the show. Okay. So I'm gonna give this guy a backstory instead. He is. He's really into bouldering. Loves bouldering. Loves bouldering. Have you been watching the climb? No, what is it? It's an HBO Max, um, like, rock climbing reality competition show. Jason Momoa is on it. Oh, I have seen ads for this. It's pretty rad. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Anthony Tam is going to be on that show next week. Anthony Tam's in season two. Yes. Right now. Yeah. Right now, he's living out of, um, like, a van, a camper van. Yeah. 
yeah, right? Yeah. He's yeah. he's uh, he's in Moab, but he's, it's been like uh, like modded. You know yes, what I mean? He's yes. got like a washing machine in it or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But he modded it himself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is his kind of pandemic thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to be like a product manager, and then he was like, you know what? I really love bouldering. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it a shot. So he's out there. He's out in Moab. He's climbing. He's got great forearms. Insane great forearms. forearms. Yeah, yeah. Nuts. Like, almost too big. You're like like Popeye light. Yeah, yeah. 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 Doc- doctors are always like, "Yo, those, the, these forearms are filled with fluid." Yeah, that's actually not a good thing. <laughs> yes, and he's his like, forearms drained. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "No, man, this is my dream." Yeah. So that's what he's doing. Yeah, he does leg days just so his body doesn't look out of proportion. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a only. It's otherwise he's he's constantly just falling over. Yeah, exactly. So Anthony Tam, thank you very much for your money. Please uh, use some of the money that you gave us to drain your forearms. Yeah, because you're You'll, so buff. You don't want to be too top heavy. The other one we got today. Is this is this is tricky in a different way? Okay, because we only got one. Okay, name. Oh, it's not a first name last name situation. Ooh, Wiley, 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 Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. Okay. I it, that is um, it's like Wilson. It could be a first name or a last name. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, 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 yes. Like Wiley Dufresne is a famous chef, but yes. Wiley is also a last name that I know of. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. That's really tough. Yeah. Um. I like the chef thing though. Okay. I'm yeah. getting chef. Sure. You know? Yeah. Maybe he saw the bear. Maybe he was he, maybe he's been a chef for a long time. Yeah. Uh yeah, he's he's like a tatted up yes. like chain smoking. Fuck yeah. He used to be a line cook and now he's like, No, I actually do want to do this. I want to invest in myself. Yeah. 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 And uh actually what he did was he was a line cook for a long time. Or she. We don't Or she Wiley. could be. Could, could be. be she. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, but then she decided, you know what? Actually, my passion is product management. So she went the other way. She was in Moab. She was doing her thing. She was working as a line cook. She was working at this fusion restaurant, like a Japanese-Chinese fusion restaurant because, you know, it's Utah and people, yeah. white people there don't know about Asian food. Yeah. But she was doing her thing. She was like, you know what? I'm kind of done with this. I'm going to apply for a job uh, like in f- fintech. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now she's a product manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For like um, a platform that we've never heard of, but like everyone in the banking industry uses oh. on a daily basis. Oh, you, you don't know about uh, Sierra? Oh, you don't know about that? <laughs> Sierra RX? Oh my God. <laughs> Our whole fucking system is based on that. Yeah. So congratulations for rolling out another great product, uh, Wiley. Wiley. Uh, I okay. hope that tech layoffs don't affect you. Wiley. I hope so too. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, if you want to get up on this, it's patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian pod. And yeah, I mean, Mike, we got. Hello. So, I I feel like we've not never really like talked in a long time. I've, we've seen That's each other true. at shows. That's accurate. Yeah. 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 We 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 talked a little bit right before this, and I learned more about you in like that thirty seconds than I think <laughs> the entirety of the time we've known each other. <laughs> that was that's actually one of the first things, um, I want to talk about, uh, because, uh, you you listen to the pod, <clears throat> and um. There's a new thing I'm trying to do that oh. Jenny is just uh, sort of on board with. Brazilian jiu-jitsu corner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Without her here, we could we talk about Brazilian jiu-jitsu. We're, we're going to take this over and just turn it into like a combat sports podcast. Oh, sh- Oh, my God. And we've lost every single listener. So <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm getting live numbers and we're at zero. And we're at zero. Wait, hold on. Somehow we owe 100. I don't know how. Um, no, I wanted to, uh, um, what was it? How does it, oh, yes. The, the way I wanted to talk about things on the, in the, on the podcast is I call it really Asian chips. Okay. Right. Jenny's not into that word at all. She's a, oh, okay. I was, I thought I was like, this seems like the topic would be right. She does like relationships, but I wanted to rename the podcast really Asian (laughs) chips. It's, it's tricky. It's it's, a lot of A's. (laughs) It's a lot, it's a lot of vowels. Yeah. 
but uh, surprise, I've never heard of I've never heard that combination before. You know, so relationships. I've never seen like a show called that or like a podcast. It feels like it's right there. It's right there. Every now and then, there's an idea where you're like, "How to know?" I just saw a trailer for um. There's a movie coming out called 65. Have you seen it? No. It's like Adam Driver is like a space pilot and he crash lands on this planet and he doesn't know what's happening. And then the reveal is that it's Earth 65 million years ago. So it's just him mm-hmm. shooting lasers at dinosaurs. And I'm oh. like, how did no one think of that before? It's been right there the whole time. Lasers Wait a minute. And dinosaurs. It, I feel I've seen this movie. I mean, it's not out yet. <laughs> But if you told me there was like a like a straight to video right. B movie from the eighties, right. the same subject matter, I'd be like, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. of course. Everything's all stop motion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we're going to uh, talk about relationships. One of the things you came up, uh, you know, when, when we were talking before we started recording, was I've convinced you somehow to have to get married and have kids, according to <laughs> to you. It's not that you've convinced me. It's that I I think you. Like, I just want to hear your take. Oh, I see. I'm supposed to convince you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my girlfriend and I have been together for a while, and the the short version is that, like, I've always been team no marriage, no kids, Mm -hmm. and she's always been team yes marriage, yes kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, like, ebbs and flows and nuances to both of those opinions, but I think that where we've landed recently is in the middle of, like, um, yes marriage, no kids. Mm, yes. And I think that we're both kind of iffy about both of those things. Yes. And as a married and with child man, I just want to hear, like, your perspective. Because, like, That's, uh, I only ever talk to, like, either my non-married friends or my childless friends, and they're like, yes. yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I want to hear the other side. Gosh. Um, you know, it's going to be hard to do that because I was exactly where you were as far as yes marriage, no kids. Okay, sure. But not even necessarily because, you know, there's some people who are like sort of like virulently anti-child. Yes. We were not that, okay. but we were just sort of like, you know, we had the spreadsheet out and we we're like. What's the spreadsheet? The spreadsheet of, you know, our income oh, and sure. expenses. Okay. Yeah. And, Can you afford a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like kind of a weird thing if you think about it because it's not like i'm buying like an electric vehicle right it's not like it's not oh well should, can we get can yeah. we get solar panels up it's here? not a fixed cost right yeah it's it's hard to quantify yeah but if you look at it from the cold numbers no yeah it's like <laughs> it's a terrible idea are you kidding me like yeah. i i put in like one thing and excel shut down and told me fuck myself yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That was like that yeah but <clears throat> it was also i mean i've said it on the podcast before it what's cool and weird about having a kid is that it is not a rational decision at all okay it is not you know like having a dog it is not mm. like getting uh, a new car mm. it is it if you look at it from the expense it makes no sense mm. but it like defies reason you know so were you both was there just a point where both of you were like i know we said no but we just kind of feel like it i think it's more we we almost didn't think about it. we uh, it's it to make it th- this is going to sound kooky but because of the way the path that my wife and I did we went through IVF and mm-hmm. it took us a long time mm-hmm. we went through a lot of heartache to d- go through this and at a certain point and by the way if you want to talk about money IVF we were just like just throwing money out the window oh uh, sure and we had yeah, yeah. great insurance or my my wife has great insurance. And so we were doing... Did you do it 
do you mind me asking, did you do it in America? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because there's some people who go the route of like, I'm going to go freeze my eggs in another country. Yo. Go get them over there because it's like a third of the price. You right. Know what I mean, yes, that there is, there is that pathway. Um, but no, we did it. We did it here. We did it like during, like we started before the pandemic and then like in the middle of the pandemic, we were doing it, which was like gnarly. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, we were at a point because we've been trying for so long that we were like, listen, if it happens, cool. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And we were kind of quote unquote joking before we started this. Oh, maybe we're going to become one of those like New York city childless couples. Sure. You know? Yeah. And our frame of reference for that was, you know, you, you ever go to like a, like a cool cocktail party and you see like this, this like young, not young, but like this, you know, kind of, they give the vibes of young. They give the vibes of young, yeah, yeah. but they're not that young. Maybe, yeah. you know, they're in their early 50s yeah, or yeah. something. But, like, they, they travel a lot. Sure. And, like, you know, the, the guy's really into uh, <laughs> Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or, <laughs> you know, they, like, you know, they their, their clothes looks cool. And yeah, they, yeah. they kind of got their whole thing going on. It's a very New York, very New York thing to see a couple like that, yeah. I feel. I think it's, like, um like a coastal liberal elite. Thing, exactly. You know I mean? Like it's not uncommon in places that are all, you know, like LA or Chicago or Seattle or any, you know, like mid to large size, yeah. generally liberal city, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, we were like kind of joking, but then the reality of it was kind of like, maybe we are going to be that. And mm-hmm. it, we were just like, we're going to have to just make peace with that. And, the decision did the prospect of that make you sad were you like yeah okay it did interesting um and i think it's because we that's i think how i really knew i wanted a kid was because we tried and we like you know had some uh difficulty sure so because of that we it's like it's like you know like the ultimate you come up right to the precipice of having it and then it's taken away from you. Uh, right. And yeah. then you're like, okay, I do want that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that's how I know. Um, but we had to make peace with like, okay, if it's just you and me, that's okay. And it is mm-hmm. like, this is, you know, I'm, we're great. very lucky. Just you and yeah. me, we're, we're great. But I think we were both like, we, we, we do want to have the opportunity. I think that's the thing. We're like, sure. it wasn't even like we had the chance and we were like, no, we're okay. Yeah. It was even, it was like, oh, we, um, you know, we're even, we didn't even have, it felt like we didn't have the chance, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It was like really out of our hands. So that's how we knew. And, you know, now that we do have it, it's like, this is, this is, uh, this is great. And, um, I mean, it's a disaster, but it's great, you know? Uh, See, that's always the, like, every, every person who has a kid has that, it's, it's two thoughts in the same breath. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's the worst thing I've ever done yeah. and I couldn't be happy. Yeah, it's, it's. It's like it's it's objectively bad. Yeah. You know, it, you have to pour tons of cash into this yeah. thing. Yeah. You <laughs> forever, forever, okay. forever. And yeah. it gets worse until you die. Exactly. Kids. It's like the spreadsheet doesn't matter. Kids cost infinity money. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? Yeah. There should be an Excel function for like kids open parentheses. What like how many you have then comma. Yeah. Then like how old you are, close comma. And then it just equals, you know, that is, you I, die. <laughs> I know what you mean. And that is such a niche thing. I think <laughs> even among the general populace, not a lot of people know Excel functions. Listen, and then there's... increasingly Excel is like not being used. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you're speaking to a real small sub of the audience with the parentheses, number, comma. Yeah. And parentheses. It, what, you know, what are the arguments that this function takes is, <laughs> you know. But it is interesting because I think I will say that it it the prospect became more um 
cogent once we were making a certain amount of money. Okay. So there is that there is that kind of aspect sure. I think to us liberal elites yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. like once you make a certain amount of money and you feel like you have you know y- your TV is no longer like sitting on milk crates. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I you know like oh my couch uh I didn't just get my couch from Craigslist. The, yeah, from yeah. Craigslist. Yeah. Suddenly you're like okay, now th- there's something in your brain where you're like okay, I've nested enough. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're like a pelican, like you collected enough branches. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, these branches aren't they they're from West Elm. These are West Elm branches. They're not just <laughs> Craigslist branches. Yeah. And you're like okay, now I can start thinking about it. So there is that. Okay. That I will say that's like okay. There was like a minimum threshold, but it just took us a long time because sure. it's fucking New York and yeah. we're a fucking comedian. I'm it's a comedian. Expensive. Yeah. So that that was it. Yeah. What are you what are you thinking? I uh, it's so it's interesting to hear you primarily tackle it from a financial perspective. Yeah. And there is also just like the inherent satisfaction of having a kid. I'm like, I don't really like kids. <laughs> you know oh, I mean? word. Okay. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. I, like I've done a lot of work with kids and I enjoy being around kids for like an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, like I have nieces and nephews who are all grown now. And like, I used to babysit them when they were kids. Yeah. And it's just like, I like being able to return a kid to someone else and be yes. like, I'm done with this kid now. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Uh, like I, I, I had this moment where my girlfriend and I were like in bed and I'm like, this is so nice. This is perfect. And this is where it's like, I, even marriage, I used to be no marriage. And I'm like, no, I can see myself doing this forever. This feels really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I don't want is then for this moment to be ruined by some fucking kid toddling <laughs> in like, my nose is bleeding or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I just don't, it doesn't seem like an appealing prospect to me. Yeah. The best argument I've heard for having kids is like, you want someone to take care of you when you're old. Oh, and I'm like, I hate that. <laughs> okay, wait, why? I don't know. It's like. My my re- my retirement plan is always to uh, die early in a car crash. Die early, robbing a bank. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not even from like not even from like a like a like a heat style police shootout. Sure. Just something goes wrong. <laughs> you slip on a banana. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. And and then and then I'm done. I'm gone. Yeah. So that was always my plan. Okay. I just feel like I guess because maybe because I'm Asian, like there is that expectation, and of course, yeah. like my sisters take care of my mom. She's mm-hmm. she's okay, you know, but she's getting older. Sure. But I always felt like, uh, again, like any rational choice is doesn't make sense for children. You know, like if you do it because of, I don't know, like a, a tax credit, like you're insane. Right. Yeah, like yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, and I hear you as far as what's so perfect, you and me, you know, me, you and your, your partner is yeah. in bed. Yeah. But like there is, it's, it's uh, I, I will say to that exact scenario. Sure. There is, there is something that you don't know that you're missing. You don't know that because in the rubric yeah. of your life, sure. that is absolutely correct. Sure. That, you know, that absolutely makes sense and you should continue to do that. Yeah. But for example, my son is old enough where, um, you know, he can sleep in the bed with us uh-huh. sometimes uh-huh. or like he can, he can at least like fall asleep in bed between us. Mm-hmm. Bro, that is pure magic. Like having it's me and my wife and my son is in between us. Yeah. And it's just like <clears throat> he like looks to the left, he looks to the right, he sees us, and then he yawns like a cartoon, like yeah. Okay. Like stretches. Yeah. You know, he like blows out a candle, you know? He has like he a has an old timey hat. <laughs> yeah, it's like an yeah. old timey hat on. And he's like, Good night, Christmas, you know? Sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, he has a British accent. He's like Phew. and then he just goes to sleep. And it's just like it's a it's like a a, a depth of 
joy yeah. that I didn't know sure. I was missing. And I wasn't missing because I didn't have them before. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I will say that, like, when you have... And I think it's, it's particular for your own kid because you mm. can't do this with another kid. Right. You know, there is something... It's illegal if you do It's illegal. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> a camera crew comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But w- once... The, do you say what I'm saying? It's like... Yes, it unlocked a new part of your brain. Exactly, which yeah. I didn't know existed. Sure. And to be honest with you, I'm kind of like, as I get older... I feel like my feelings have been blunted, you know? I'm just like, I don't really feel... The world feel... has just worn you yeah. down. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't feel anything, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, But now it's like, I feel very deep emotions for this thing, which again, I didn't know that I could feel. You I know? know, I okay, uh, what I'm about to say might sound offensive, and I don't mean offense by it. <laughs> it's, I, I kind of know what you mean, when I got a dog, and I'm not comparing mm. my dog to a human child. I totally I'm get not it. Saying I totally get it. But I was like, it's a, it's a dog, you know? And yeah. then you get one, you're like, oh my God, I love this thing more yes. than I could have possibly imagined. My I, dog is my world to me. You know, I used to try to resist this dog, the kids or dogs analogy. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, it's the only way I can get through to you liberal elites. <laughs> it's the only way. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. it is like that. Like, yeah. if you think about it, like having a dog makes no sense, too, in a way, because it's sure. like it's expensive and it, like he it poops contributes a lot. nothing. He's right. not going to pay the rent. Right, exactly. He's just you know? there to like. He's there to absorb resources yes. from you, right? But he unconditionally yeah. loves you, yeah. right? And there's something to that. You yeah, know, I know to, what you mean. To go back to Excel spreadsheet, there is no such thing as unconditional love function. Sure. Yeah. You know, in our like world. Yeah, we can't measure it. You can't. And yeah. it's like so rare to find. It's so rare to find that with like a partner. It's so rare to find that with like, I don't yeah. know, a dog. Sure. That it is unquantifiable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I would say is that if you like dogs, you're going to love kids. No, I don't know. I, you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, it yeah, it no. is. I. It's the closest analog I have. Exactly. And I think that what I like about a dog is that there is sort of like, a ceiling to how smart it's supposed to be. Ah, uh, I, mean? I don't have to teach my dog English. I like if my dog comes in speaking like dumb English, I don't have to be like you're dumb and wrong. You're speaking it wrong. You know what I mean? And I want you to succeed in life, so I need you to speak it correctly. Mm. There's like there's there's no expectations with a dog. It's like yeah. if he knows sit and paw and say, that's it. That's all he ever needs to know. But to counter using your analogy, yeah. What if one day your dog was like, "Hey, Mike, how's it going?" <laughs> You would shit your pants. I'd shit my. You'd pants. be like, "Oh, you can talk." Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then you'd you'd have to call a priest because he's in, he's <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. been you know corrupted is, by the devil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but for a while you'd be like, "This is sick as." F-. Like the other day, you know, my son he does this thing now where if you sh- if you shake your head at him, mm-hmm. he shakes his head back at you. That's adorable. It's it's fucking crazy. Yeah, because for a long time he was just a blob, and now yeah. you're like, "Oh, he's a fucking person." Yeah, yeah, and he can do shit. Yeah, it's like crazy. So. Yeah, it's like the what movie am I thinking of? Arrival, where the aliens like, <laughs> yeah. mirror. Yes, you, know you do I mean? the same thing yeah, as yeah. other thing as you Annihilation, know? which one of those like no, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Arrival, yeah, the one, one of those uh, like mid-teens sci-fi movies. Where yeah, the aliens are like those like oh, they're, they're like, like Terminator they're like Two silver blobs. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like um, I don't know if there's a conclusion other than sure. I would say that the Excel, Excel spreadsheet will will return a undefined. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. something or like know? um hashtag ref. Yes, yeah, hashtag yeah. ref. Yeah, yes. I gotta get that shirt made up. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's what it is. If you have a ki- yeah. if you want a kid, it's hashtag ref. Okay. There is no. It's not enough ref. I don't know if that was helpful or not. Um, it it gives me food for thought. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't gonna solve the problem right no. here on this podcast, but no. I appreciate that you took the time to talk relationships. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Uh, well, the other thing, I'm glad um, we, we talked about that, and, and I hope you had a warm, fuzzy feeling from it. Um, I wouldn't define it as warm and fuzzy. Mm. I had a feeling about it. Okay. You know? Okay. It's a very, like, it, it's it straddles the line between being, like, an intellectual discussion and a, a discussion that's strictly feelings. Can I, can I ask you? Please. Would you describe the, when you think about it, and then you're like, you know, you really like hold that thought in your mind. Are you feeling fear? Are you feeling nervousness? Um, I think I can best describe it as like yucky. Does that make sense? Mm. I'm like, it like nothing about the process appeals okay. to me. Okay. Yeah. It is, it is wholly unappealing. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like uh, you're not the first person to tell me that. By the way, I mean that's totally. Sure. I think that's absolutely yeah, yeah. natural. I, yeah, I, I'm not the first person to ever feel that in the world. There are yeah. plenty of people who share that feeling, but I just like in the in my mind, like I'm like, well, I need to justify and articulate this thought instead of just like having a thought and being like, so I'm never gonna have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just really need to like uh, understand why I feel that way and make sure that I stand by that opinion. Do, what, can I? Can so then. W- so part of it is maybe you don't like enjoy children like yeah. in general. I think so. Yeah, which I do think is something because I actually really like kids. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that is a, that is a thing yeah. I do like. Uh, I enjoy. <laughs> There's you know yes you can make all the jokes haha that you know uh, a grown man shouldn't hang out with children sure. but like sure. I when if I'm if I'm at like a family party or whatever yeah, yeah. I no. prefer to hang with the hang out with the kids. Okay. Yeah. Rather than makes adults. Sense. Yeah. Uh, like, would you like? Is there um, a not far away parallel timeline where you would have considered being a teacher? Like, what is the next thing? Yeah, I don't know. I, it's funny because my girlfriend, her argument is like um, that. That like a lot of the things that you're feeling, where you're just like, I don't want to have to deal with this part of raising a kid. She's like, it's a problem you can throw money at, and we don't have a lot of money, but we can get to a point where just like money we hire a yeah. nanny yeah, and yeah, they yeah. do all the stuff that you don't want to do and you just get to like take <clears> them <throat> on vacation like yeah. teach them things about the world yeah and then you're just a cool parent mm. and i'm like i hear that argument but that's also uh, that now you've just uh added a tab to the spreadsheet you know what I mean? <laughs> the money tab yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah yes um totally <laughs> how old are you may i ask 32 okay yeah hmm what what is that? Ah, oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. If I had a beard, I would be stroking it. Um. No, I hear you. And it, no, now that you told me at your age as well, like I'm trying to think when I was 32, and yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, not to say I wouldn't. How old were you when you got married? Gosh, I was like, mm, I should know this. 36. Okay. Um. And it, were you always like, I want to get married someday? I did have that instinct. Okay. I'm yeah, glad so that I, I don't did. even have that. So yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I was like 24. I was like, I'm ready. Sure. You know. Wow. But I thought maybe, but probably for the wrong reasons. I was like, I'm not like the other guys. I'm married. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I, like I got married for hipster reasons. Sure. Or something. Yeah. I, you yeah. know. So it's probably good I didn't get married until later on. But um, I did have always have that instinct, like a family instinct. Yeah. So I hear you there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's just not. It's. Like, kids is, like, a second step, and the first step is marriage, which is, like, I, for a lot of reasons, never thought of myself as, like, uh, going to be married. Really? I mean? Yeah. You Divorced didn't have, like... friends in my family. Really? Like a disease. Everyone really? in my family is divorced. So really? It's like, I never really had, like, a model of a good marriage. Yeah. And it, it... And not that, like, I didn't see that in, like, media. You know what I mean? It's like, I know that good marriages exist. I'm not mm. saying it can't exist. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't feel like it's for me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is, and, it, is that... Was it ever... You're, you're Filipino, so I yeah. imagine. Are you Catholic? 
Uh, no, I, I was when I was a kid, but right. Is, is it like a was it like a issue with your you know your family being Catholic and getting divorced and stuff like that? No, no, um, no, because my family is also we're all like retired Catholics. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we were twenty years ago. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Like, okay, we're just kind of freestyling Jesus. You know. So do you think because of your, you know, you're seeing like oh marriages. It, it, I totally hear you. Yeah. And especially, I think, for the older generation of Asian people, yeah. there's, like, a whole thing where there's, like, Vietnamese older people getting divorced, and then and then you're, like, hanging out in, like, Little Saigon, and you see, like, this Vietnamese mom with, like, her new white boyfriend, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Who's, like, way older than her, yes. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, she yeah. looks amazing. Yeah. She's, like, you know, got, like, the hair and everything, and she's, she could, like, pass for, like, you know, 38. Right, yeah. And then she's, like, dating this dude named Doug. Yes, <laughs> who is decrepit. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But rich, rich, or maybe she. No, and usually she's rich. She's the one. She's 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 the, running the like money a jewelry is store. Equal. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's unequal is their height. Yo. Doug is always like six and a half. Oh my god, tall. way you know tall. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So has to buy all of his jeans from Costco, like thirty six inch inseam. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, she had to teach Doug not to say Oriental. You know? <laughs> <laughs> she's always ordering the pho. Yeah, at the exactly. restaurant. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so I see what you're saying because like a lot of. Uh, Vietnamese marriages mm-hmm. that I see, mm-hmm. not all of them, but a lot, a lot of them are like I would say dysfunctional, mm-hmm. you know for sure. Yeah. So that would I would see that as deterrent. That's so, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Again, we're not going to solve it today, but yeah, yeah. I would I'm, say that of the <laughs> weird weirdly of the two things, sure. marriage and then having a kid, the marriage thing is almost like a non. It's like a not. It's like a non thing. What as, do you mean? Ha- getting married when you're in a good relationship changes absolutely nothing nothing changes okay yeah except that you call them your wife and or husband that's honestly a not non-zero part of it It, john mulaney has a whole bit about this Mm. where like it just sounds so lame be like my girlfriend but hey that's my wife yeah yeah there's so much more power in that language it was it's really weird because saying wife it ages up your partner like five years yeah yeah, and like when i when she calls me my husband uh, you know her husband i'm like i like look behind me i'm like who the fuck (laughs) i'm like expecting a very tall old white guy to be there you know what i'm saying so it but otherwise like it's like there's no there's nothing that there's no weight to it at right, all. Right. Whereas having, the, you know, then the kid thing is like that changes everything. That changes everything. So anyways, I, um, you know, we're going to f- fire up that spreadsheet and <laughs> and then close it and open up Minesweeper because I feel that's really, that's more analogous to what we're doing. Minesweeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're clicking random squares and hoping it's not the bottom. God, please. Yeah. Please. Uh, yeah. I also wanted to, this is, it's January 28th. Um, this is the first episode after the events that have happened in California. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. <laughs> events. Okay. It's multiple events. Multiple events. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God help us if there's, I swear to God, there's like, <clears throat> you know, this is America. So if you're listening to this like two years from now, we are talking about shootings. We're talking about shootings. Yeah. Specifically targeted at Asian communities. Yes. And propagated and by and Asians. Perpetrated yeah. by them. Yes. So we had one in Monterey Park, which, um, uh, where are you from? Um, originally, or like, I guess like where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in Las Vegas. Oh, really? So I was born in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Moved to Las Vegas when I was two weeks old. Mm. Raised in Las Vegas. Uh, went to school in Chicago. Lived in New York for seven years. Now I live in L.A. You live in L.A.? Yeah. How did I get you on the show? Um, I am in town for a wedding. Oh, I'm going to a wedding tonight. This is why I haven't seen you around in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't is, lived in New York in like. This is how close years. we are, Mike. <laughs> 
you're not you're like you happen to be here and i'm like this so is great. D- uh, were you under the impression that i booked a date to come on this podcast in january just as i was like i don't feel like doing it i'll, I'll go on in a few weeks i guess i thought so <laughs> When we book when we book guests, we're we're just like you know justifiably like the fourth tier thing they want to do. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I, I, I guess I'll come. You know, like I got a free, you know, what my class pass expired, <laughs> so I'm coming on this show. That's no. so that's um that's so nice. No, your producer was so nice about um, I was like uh, I can zoom in, and she's like you should come. No, you should come. It's way like, better. Okay. Yeah. So um, but yeah, so I I bring that up because uh there was um. You know, one of the event, one of the shootings happened in Monterey Park, which is not far from where I'm from. It's it's like 20 <clears throat> minutes away from where I live in L.A. Really? I live in Silver Lake. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm from Orange County mm-hmm. and growing up in Orange County, like Monterey Park was uh, the Asian place. Mm-hmm. And that is saying something because a lot of Southern California is the Asian place. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. The it's, whole the whole bottom half of yeah, the state is the really. Asian place. Yeah. It's like, you know, so when people would tell me, like, in high school, oh, we're going to go to Monterey Park, or uh, the other place was Roland Heights, mm-hmm. which is, like, a, like also kind of in that general vicinity. Like, oh, damn, you're going to go real Asian. That's where you got, like, you wanted to go uh, get your Dragon Ball Z comic. That yeah, was, yeah. like, you know, and this was before, you know, it got really, really big. And so <clears throat> that's where all my Chinese friends would go and do their, like, really Chinese stuff. So it was, like, very Asian. And it was crazy to see... Uh, and, and I'll just say this, uh, the thing that kind of brought it really home, that young dude, Brandon Say, yeah, who like, hero. oh my God, like I Love saw, do you see the video? <laughs> Jesus. It's fucking rad. It's man. insane. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe that ha- fucking happened. Cause you know? he doesn't. Okay. If you don't know what we're talking about there, one of the, in the middle of one of the shootings, yeah, it was like an old guy mm-hmm. brought a gun. Yeah, and this hero, Brandon Say, younger guy, yeah, wrestles the gun away from this old man, just and, grabs it, and just like he he's not trying <clears throat> to hurt the old man, he's just keeping him just an like, arm's yeah. length away. You know what I mean? He's not swinging. It's like he understood that like this old man's clearly going through something, but I also don't want anyone to get shot. Wait, and he like, did, yeah, and he didn't know, he didn't realize that the guy had come from one shooting, one of the shootings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <coughs> he just saw gun, saw old man, and was like, I know what to do. Dude, there's no, I mean, I mean, I, I think like best case scenario, if I was in that situation, I would have the wherewithal to hide. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's like a completely legit thing to do. Of course. But the thing that really brought it home was uh, I saw that video and then they had like a photo of him. Of Brandon or of the shooter? Brandon. Yeah, yeah. I hope he is just swimming in DMs from like just hot people right now. People, you know like, what I mean? Him props, man. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jenny. Yeah, Mike? Don't you wish that life had a user's manual? That's every day of my life, Mike. I'm type A as hell. (laughs) I wish that life had a user's manual uh, because then you could use the user's manual to figure out what to do with your life and help you solve problems. Unfortunately, life doesn't have a user's manual, but BetterHelp Online Therapy is basically the next best thing. That's because therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions to help and to help you learn productive coping skills. That makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. If you're a listener, you know that I am literally the biggest fan of therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy has helped me immensely. It's helped me understand how I think and has allowed me to live more 
authentically as me out in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com Asian. That's betterhelp.com Asian. He has, there was like a photo of him in the New York Times and he's just like sitting in his house and it's like a very Chinese house. It's got all that Chinese furniture, like really red furniture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was looking at this and, you know, we're always talking about representation. You never see Asian people and (coughs) especially I feel you never really see like real Asian, Asian shit. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Where like there's a house in Monterey Park and it's got Chinese ass furniture in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those those uh, like fur blankets. Do you know yes, what I'm talking about? Yes, yes, yeah. 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 And and like uh, it's got a lot of jade, you yeah. know, and like yeah, yeah. Uh, triptychs, you know, of like swan yep. of uh, like white cranes. Those like um, black wooden like uh, room partition things. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes, yes. Yeah. And and you got like the 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 nice living room you do go you don't go into, and you have the flam family room which has like the big goddamn TV yep. and it's like a mess in there. Yeah. And I saw him <clears throat> in this thing, and I was like, we want representation, but like. This is not the this is not what I wanted. This is the, you know I finally see one of these like living rooms. Yeah, I'm like oh this is cool, but like it was like this is this is why how we're in the news and this is the this is the way that we finally get to learn about a, a kid named Brandon Say who's like you know like yeah. because he had to stop something horrible. Yeah, you know yeah instead of like oh well uh, yeah, he did this cool thing at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you know this guy. Uh, he he runs, uh, you know, I guess his family runs this dance hall and it's like a third generation thing. And he's like, I don't know. I feel like he, I could pitch a, a, a f-ing comedy uh, uh, a TV show about a dance hall sure. in Monterey Park. Yeah, yeah. Where like all these uh, older Chinese people and like that's that, you know, it kind of. I'd watch it. You could see it. Yeah. But instead, like this is the way we saw it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like in it just sent it home to me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I it's like I there's nothing I could say that would contribute to this conversation. Yep. Do you know what I mean? <clears throat> mm-hmm. I think it, when I brought in this topic today, I was I was framing it to you in terms of like we can talk about this thing and also talk about reticence to talk about it, yeah. like an aversion to talking about it. Yeah, because I think that's to a certain degree. It's like on the one hand, we do have a responsibility to to talk about these kinds of things because they affect our community and because it is like. A, a community, a communal good for us to process this together. And on the yeah. other hand, I don't want to talk. I about know this. I, for a lot of reasons, but one of which is like, what could I possibly say? Right. That hasn't already been said yep. to death. <clears throat> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Brandon say, great guy, shooting terrible, guns bad. Yeah. <clears throat> and then what? You know. I mean, that really is. I think that. That aversion to talking about it, yeah, and it's I, like it, that's why, like, I don't like tweet about. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's terrible, but it's like, what new thing am I saying by being like, I can't believe these people got shot? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, we live in America. I don't know. I think people have to re- realize that you and I, we're comedians. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and this is just like another. This is like a like a fifth tier order thing, like away from the real trauma. But like, 
this is this is how it affects our community because on a fucking comedy podcast we have to talk about this and yeah. this and you know it's it's our uh yes our, our duty to but i think a lot of people also realize like this is not what we wanted this is not yeah. how we wanted to spend our time talk. we don't have yeah. answers you yeah. know and i do think it's like i think a lot of people feel like i i think it's completely fair to feel like to just like almost like shut shut it away because it's just like what am I supposed to do? Yeah, you know. And I, I there think was that another, there's, yeah. There's a brand of comedy that encourages <clears throat> people to think like you're a comedian. You're supposed to be like the right. guiding light in our society. You're supposed right. to like make light of this, right? In the same way that like you know, uh, like the Onion ran the week after nine eleven, right? And like it's like a famous issue because it's like right. It, it I remember didn't that issue. Fun of anything, but yeah. it, it was just like we all need something. You know what I mean? They had a. I remember in that Onion. Uh, um edition that came out they had one uh and they did a great job where it was they did like a great job it's one of the all-time great if you're like a so young good. person and you want to know like history of comedy and like yeah. satire look for the 9-11 the post 9-11 of the onion it's so good they have a they had an article where um it was just like uh you know it was like oh um you know americans you know thought that if this happened, oh, like a, an action movie happens in real life and it's not awesome at all, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's really what, like, you know, 9-11 felt like. 9-11 felt like, oh, it, it should be like an awesome action movie. But yeah. actually, this is horrible. It was just terrible. It was you just know? Terrible. And it's the same, like, you know, this is not in any way, like, uh, uh, you know, going back to these events. It's like, there's no good here. There's yeah. nothing, like, yeah. I can dig here. There's just ash. Yeah. There's just ash in their hands. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, the, uh, I think the, the same thing came up when Donald Trump first got elected. There was, like, <laughs> a, a selection of people who were like, well, the comedians are going to have a field day for the next four years. And <laughs> no. every comedian was like, no, we're also American citizens. This uh, this sucks for us. This isn't about jokes yeah. or having material. You know what I mean? I think about that uh, that edition of The Onion, and one of the headlines was something like, not knowing what else to do, mm-hmm. woman bakes American flag. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like... In this analogy, I'm not the onion. I'm the woman baking that cake. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I have nothing to contribute. I can bake a cake, and that's it. I don't right. have anything insightful to say. Shootings suck. It's like honestly, it's a little bit. This is such a departure. Like I feel like talking about shootings. It feels the same way talking about diversity in Hollywood. Yeah, because like as an actor and as an Asian person, it's something like I I get asked about and I have to talk about and I think it's important to talk about. But also at the same time, I'm like. What the fuck do you want me to say? Yeah. What else is there to say? Yeah. There's a billion other places where you can go to hear how and why it is important. And what could I possibly contribute to the conversation other than being like, I'm Asian, I'm an actor. Like that, yeah. in turn, I'm getting further yeah, yeah. and further away from the subject. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. in turn makes me think of like uh, when I was coming up, like my generation, mm-hmm. I feel like when I was in high school and college was the pinnacle of um, like, are women funny? Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And thank God we don't really have that right. discussion anymore. But, like, I remember watching interviews with people like, you know, like Amy Poehler or whatever, and just you could see their eyes glaze over because it's like, I can't yeah, believe yeah. I have to talk about this. Right. But sure, yeah, yeah. okay, let's talk about it. What do you want to know? I'm right. a woman and I'm funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Asian. I'm an actor. It's important. Yeah, guns are bad. What else do you, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these are, like, self-obvious things. Yeah. You know? And so, the fact that, like, we have to have a discussion about it as if that's going to change anything is like, no, I don't know. Ban guns. What else do you want? I don't know. You know? I don't know what you want. I don't yeah. know what you want. So, uh, I mean, you know, it. The, the least I think I can do is just like you know, if if I don't know, want to send us an email or something. I mean, like I'm here for community. I yeah. think that's important. Yeah. You know, so I hope um, 
I hope they're still dancing. You know, uh, one day we'll have to we'll dance again. You know, it's just like after uh, <clears throat> something terrible happens, you, you kind of have to keep going, and you hope that the community is okay. And if you want to send us an email or send us a voicemail or whatever, we'll we'll, we'll listen to it. And and if, if people want to talk about it, cool. Um, and if that's, we never want to talk about, it, I think I, I think that's totally this isn't my cool. show. I don't know why. I'm talking no, about yeah, no. Episodes. Honestly, it's that's. Yeah. I think that's totally cool too. Yeah, it so, just felt like I was here this week. It felt like a thing where it's like we should at least address it yeah. a little bit. But, um, you know, mostly to give flowers to Brandon Say and yeah. to say, you know, like uh, if you need help, please go get help. Don't pick up a gun. That's not a right. solution. To anything. Right. Right. Yeah. I am. Glad you're at least here, and I think you and I we both kind of vibe with the idea that like this is <laughs> this is like not our job in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is, but it isn't. You yeah, know? there's like two or three comedians in all of history for whom it would be like this is their job. Right. I any whoever's hosting the Daily Show at whatever time you're listening to this, great. Yeah. Uh, if <clears throat> if Richard Pryor were still around, great. Sure. Every other comedian. Leave them alone. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. I feel this is different too from other kinds of things because it's like self harm for the community. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Where it's yeah. like I'm, I don't even have rage to like channel at somebody. Yeah, because you can turn anger into comedy. Yes, quickly. Sure. You know, but like when you just have again ash in your hands, there's yeah. no, there's nothing funny here. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and I think we both can feel that. So I feel like you know it's important. We got to keep moving and and trying to do other things. I mean, Mike, you were talking about. There's some new things you're you're trying to do, and I, I I think it's important to like always look. You know what what else can can you do? And I think that's 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 a, a big thing. You have like some things you were trying to, like I didn't know this, but I guess um we again we're in we're in this like studio space that's in um Gowanus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very like, far. You were telling me you got like uh I didn't know this. You you started a band. You started a band. Uh yeah. So I um. This is like a, probably one of the least Asian things about me is I, I'm like a like a punk metal hardcore person. What? Shut the f*** up. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the typical Asian thing is like either pop or hip hop. Yeah, yep. And that's it's just never been my bag. You're like a punk hardcore guy? Yeah. No, okay, not only because you're Asian, but swear to God, you got like Republican haircut. I, you, I know you, that. You know, yeah, yeah. you have such a good boy face. I know exactly what you mean. You know? Yeah. You you just like I just want to like I wish there was a, a plushie of you that I I would buy a little Mike plushie you know because you know you get to comb your hair and stuff like that and put him in a little suit that's the vibe you're giving me yeah yeah that's that's the vibe that is like um yeah I sort of naturally have that and I lean into it just like as an actor like for casting purposes yeah you're like, yeah, yeah you read breakdowns and you're like well I'm not that character I would never play that kind of character you know what I mean I'm never gonna play like this kind of guy or whatever and it's like a lot of my characters like. Uh, went to college. A lot of my characters yeah. stand up straight. A lot of my characters wear suits. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the vibe I give off. Um, but I've always been like a like a, I've been going to punk shows since I was like a teenager. What? My first concert was Warp Tour in two thousand four. <laughs> no way. Yeah. What is it about that like music and culture? Everything. Okay. I, it's it's hard to define like why you like a specific type of art. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it just it speaks to me. It's it's what I uh, I grew up on. Whoa. Um. And so yeah, I like I I have been in bands, but it's never been a priority for me. Like yeah. I like I I hesitate to call myself a musician because mm. like I'm self taught and I don't write songs. I don't want to be on tour. It's like I was in bands in high school and college because it was something to do. Right. 
But like I, um, which feels by the way, this sounds very punk. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Fuck saying? everything. Yeah. yeah, it's like we don't even play songs. <laughs> We're not even a bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so I like, I think that lately over the past like year, mostly because I've been unemployed, I'm like hell yeah, looking for other creative outlets. Okay. And um, I I like playing for myself. And I like this genre of music, so I decided to put together a uh, a karaoke band. Okay, that specifically does like emo and pop punk songs. Oh, so uh, we're we're just learning, you know, like My Chemical Romance and yeah. Fall Out Boy and Paramore and all that stuff. And I I do feel like there's a because I see what you're saying with Asian people kind of liking pop and hip hop. Yeah, you know, but there's like a very strong strain of like Asian people who are into that kind of i don't know what yeah, you know? yeah it's it's um it's a very small sliver mm. and uh like historically you, you could go back i so i i remember reading an article at some point um someone has the rights to a story about like the asian owned clubs in the bay area that would let the punk bands play in like the 60s and 70s okay and i hope that that project comes out i hope i can be a part of it because that's <laughs> such a cool story and it, it goes through and like i follow um there's a record label in the Bay Area called Aklasan Records that's owned by a Filipino guy. It's just like primarily Filipino punk bands, and there it's like there there is such a a small, it's it's a direct line that you can draw from like the beginning of punk to now, and it's it's always been there, but it's such a small sliver of the community. You know is what this I mean? is this uh yeah? There is like a whole bunch of um Vietnamese people, and I didn't know this. I feel like to your point, like this was like a like another part of the community I had no vision into. Yeah. But like, I guess there's a bunch of Vietnamese people who are like into like new wave. And oh, I didn't know that was like, yeah, there was like, there was like a viral TikTok that went out and it was like, it was this, this like, you know, Vietnamese guy. And it's like, you know, the caption is like when Vietnamese people first heard, I don't know, some song. Sure. And the guy was like vibing to it. And, yeah. You know, and everybody kept sending it to me and I was like, yeah, this is so Vietnamese. And I was like, what are you talking about? Weird, I had no idea. Sliver, yeah. yeah, and I was like, because I was into hip hop. I was like, I was yeah. listening to Ice Cube and, but that, but but I think about it like looking back and I'm like, yeah, there were there were. I would hear like in my playing back my memory if I'm driving through Little Saigon, I'm hearing that song. Sure, just like out of one of the cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, I know what you mean. So that's so crazy. Yeah, it's it's like um, you know, I, I think a lot like comedy like rock and roll is a predominantly white space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when I think about like the community aspect of it, it's like, yeah, growing up, I was always like the one Asian kid at the show. Wow. And I think that that prepared me well for like being comedy where it's just like, yeah, there isn't really community here and that's okay. And I'm, I'm glad that there is Asian community within comedy now. Yeah. Like I think especially here, like when I listen to this podcast, like hearing you and Jenny talk about like the scene here, it is so much better than it was when I was here. Yes. When I, I was know what coming you mean. up. Do you know, know what I mean? mean? And mm -hmm. I'm so glad that, like, you're part of that and that you've built that because it just wasn't around for me. And um, and I'm I'm sort of glad, I guess, to tie it back around that, like, quote-unquote emo, which, you know, mm -hmm. like, if you're, like, a purist, like, it's a misapplied term. But, you know, like, the, like, hot topic version of emo that yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. from, like, 2001, 2007. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like that's sort of having its resurgence now. Yeah. I'm glad that like now I am of an age where I like, I am confident enough in myself to be like, no, I liked this. I still like it. Yeah. And I'm going to make space for other people in it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't belong to just a certain type of person. Yeah, exactly. It's like this, like we're looking at it through rose colored glasses and being like, Oh yeah, I remember that music from when I was a kid, but like it wasn't always great. Yeah. 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 It weren't white. And it's, I like, 
I mean, not that this is why I started the band, but the, it is. The, there's this part of me that's like, it is fun to sort of reclaim that. Yes. And be like, I'm part of it now. Yeah. I'm bringing it back. Right. Do you know what I mean? You know, it's so interesting because I feel a lot of times people, you must feel this way, like, oh, I'm, yeah, like a fraud, right? Like I didn't, I didn't have, I wasn't like into this at the right time, or yeah. I, I, I'm an outsider. But I like, still feel that today, yeah, every right. day. But it sounds like to me, like you were into those things. You went to those shows. You, yeah. you know, you went to the Warp Tour. Yeah. You know, no one would ever admit to going to the Warp Tour unless you were really into the Warp Tour. <laughs> sure. You know, so yeah. it's like you were, you are legit in any def by any definition. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, uh, you know, you look back at in in the in the photos in the history books, and you were there the whole time. You know, right, it's just right. that you weren't part of like the main narrative, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um... And I think that that's like just like a big thing in the punk community is being like I was there first. You know, I heard totally. about this band before you did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. I don't mean to be snooty about it, but I do think that like in again going back to like how often I have to think about representation as like a, a semi public figure. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like uh, well, my face is in front of the camera, so I you know representation is part and parcel with like what I do. And music is sort of that same thing where it's like I I'm not a musician. This is just this is truly just like for me to pass the time. Yeah. Like, I like jamming with my friends. I like playing these songs. We might as well play in a bar every month. But at the same time, it's not lost on me that, like, me doing that, me, this face doing that totally. is, like, a non-zero. Like, it's not like it's revolutionary, but it is, like, it does mean something. It does. It's it's <clears throat> It means something more than just, like, if a bunch of, like, a bunch right. of bands from that time period are doing, like, reunion tours now. Like, oh, this album is 20 years old, and it's, like, that's great. But I'm proud of myself for being like I'm. I'm gonna do this. Yeah, you know, totally. Yeah. What do you play? In this band, I play guitar. So you like in but this I, band? Yeah, yeah. But I also I do a little bit of drums and bass. So it's fucking awesome. Thank you. How did you? Who are the other people in this band? How um, did you find them? Uh, they're uh, two of them are from the comedy community, Christina Cole and AJ Patton, and they're both great former New Yorkers. Live in LA now, and uh, one is Max Kane, who uh, I went to college with. It's amazing, and it's it's like a. It took a while to put the band together because I wanted people who also like, I know a lot of musicians. I know a lot of people who play music, but I wanted people who like also felt this way about the genre. Do you know mm -hmm, what I mean? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. like, wouldn't have to like learn the songs. Just like, oh, I know that song. I kind of already know how to play. It. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I want the passion to be there. Are you a big fan of the Linda Lindas then? Is that yeah, like... they're great. Yeah. I think that they are so fucking cool. So cool. My biggest fear with them is that it's the same the same fears I have about like child stars. Yes. I'm just like, don't let them fuck you up. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes. I want them to be normal, good human beings when they're adults. Yes. And I sometimes worry about them going like too big, too fast. Yep. Uh, but that being said, for right now, they're, they're fucking rad, man. So cool. Like legitimately good music. Yeah. And the right attitude about them. Yes. They're, and they're they're great. It's just so like, you know, like middle fingers in the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm playing at a public library because, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. It's like everything that's really what I would imagine to be, you know, representative of that music. Yes. Right? In, in the best possible way. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to do it my way. Yes, exactly. It's just like, uh, yeah, middle fingers, middle fingers in the air is sort of like the attitude. And it's like, I love that, man. Um, you know what though? I will say that that feeling you have about looking at this group and going, "Hey, you know, I think it's great what you're doing, but I, I want to protect you." That's very dad of you, bro. <laughs> That's very dad of you, bro. Mm, look oh, at that. Man. You see that? You uh, thought you thought I was you, you thought, really got me. Yeah, dude. You think you think you defeated girlfriend. me? <laughs> <laughs> Throw all the condoms away, girl. 
Yeah, dude. I do that all the time, bro. I appear behind you. You thought it was over? No. <laughs> but, you know, I do like some Japanese like anime. Just, <laughs> um, what's the name of your band? Oh, we don't have one yet. What? That, oh, oh, I guess it's very new. Yeah, I wish we were further along so I could be like, and actually our next show is going right. to be at this bar. And no, we, we're still in the process of just like learning as many songs as we can. Is that something about like of any genre being like a karaoke band is you just have to have a good repertoire of songs mm. so people can request what they want. You know what I mean? It's like we can't do shows until we know at least like, I don't know, 20 or 30 songs. Right, right, right. Hopefully right. 100. Is there like a, I guess like a, you know, song, I guess, standards? You know, yeah, yeah, I think that definitely for this genre there is, and we're starting with like the big ones. You know, it's like you you have to learn like Sugar We're Going Down, you have to learn Misery Business, you have to learn the Black Parade, things like that. Mm. Um, and we're also trying to do like I I like there is a time period associated with this, but I do think it's fun to go further back. So, like we just learned um, My Own Worst Enemy by Lit. You know what I mean? And then you can go forward <laughs> and like I I want to learn uh, Good for You by Olivia Rodrigo. It's like. The, the genre oh. is big. It goes for a while. Yeah. So you can expand it, but you do you have to. You start have to with have like the, the core. Yeah. The 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 the, the crowd pleasers. Yeah. Exactly. And then why karaoke? Why a karaoke style? Why like why not just play like a be like a cover band? Is that a stupid question? No, no, no. It's it's a totally valid question. Um, punk is so community oriented. Mm. It seemed more fun to do karaoke than to just perform covers. Cuz mm. there are other cover bands that yeah. are just going to do covers sure. and that's great. There is a place for that. But to me, like the best part of a punk show is when the singer is holding the microphone out to the crowd. Totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like and to give people an opportunity to be like I love the song was a kid, when I was a kid and I want the opportunity to like stand on stage and like perform it with a band you know it's like that that to me means a lot more than just like we're gonna perform the song for you yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah. I mean? okay yeah that's fair i think um uh is this the is this the, is this the genre because i know some of my friends are into this music yeah it makes yeah music. i mean it's popular yeah it, it's like i picked this because it's pop because like this is sort of like back in the zeitgeist because the genre is roughly 20 years old now mm. but it's also like me personally i there are a lot of these bands that i straight up don't like yeah <laughs> it's just like i remember the songs but it's like i also tend to listen to like a lot harder stuff and a lot lighter stuff it's just like oh. but this is like i don't want to say marketable but it is right you know right, I mean? right, right, like, right right like people who don't who have forgotten about this music are gonna remember it and be like, oh i love this song when i was 14 of course i'm gonna go to that show you know so were you like doing the what is that called the the that the mosh pit is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not anymore because I'm old now. Sure. There should be kid, an older sure. person mosh pit <laughs> where you just high five. <laughs> Those are called chairs. <laughs> well, you're sitting down though. I mean, in this older person mosh pit, yeah, you're gonna be yeah. sitting down. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe at most. Those stools with wheels, and then you just like oh, you just yeah, kinda you scoot kind of scoot around. Yeah, yeah, like bumper cars. Yeah, bumper there you chairs. go. Yeah. And then you just like, we're all wearing helmets. I would we're love all, that. We're just high fiving. I would love that. All of our drinks, all of our beers, so we don't spill them, are in sippy cups. Oh, the, the gyrating ones that <laughs> never tilt? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is great. So punk. We've we've developed a real, th there is a hole in the market. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There is demand for this. Yeah. We're creating the supply. Did you, but you did that when you were younger. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> no question. That's crazy. Yeah. I've gotten like bloody noses in the pit. I guess that's part. Of the, that's the point. That's that's the fun part of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This I could never imagine you, Mike, doing this. I no, I know. I I realize I look ridiculous at a punk show because I I but do I, you I have like a button up shirt? You know what I do mean? Do you? I feel because here's the thing. Sometimes I'm like it, I, and and also all, a lot of the people who I know who are like straight edge or punk and stuff like that, the nicest people I've ever met. Many of them. The, it's it's. I don't want to say there's like um. 
like a divide down the middle, but I think it can go either way. And I think that the like the more recent you're talking about, the kinder people are. Really? Like when I was coming up, it was still sort of novel uh, to be like, hey, if someone falls in the pit, pick them up. You right, know what I right, mean? right, right, right. And now like there is a little bit of a better bands will will do announcements where it's like, hey, if you see someone touching someone inappropriately at the show, that's not okay. Kick that person out. You know what I mean? Uh, yep, like yep, yep. there it, there are <clears> these things about community where it's just like we're, we're all looking out for each other but yeah. i think that like if you're around in like the 80s it was probably not a kind space if you were not like a white man with mm-hmm. a shaved head you yeah, know what I mean? yeah totally yeah you know the other thing that i will say there is an overlap with uh, the different cultures is punk and hardcore and brazilian jiu-jitsu here we go boom you see i appeared behind nice. you again yeah, once yeah, again yeah. son <laughs> um no uh, are you doing a bit or are you being serious uh no it is it is like i i think i've noticed okay like i'll uh you know, it's like it's like the conveyor belt from um, punk show, mosh pit, tattoo, MMA. Yep. That's like the pipeline. Yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yeah. You know? Um, it's like a, a flavor of man who needs to be in physical contact with other men. That's so, that's it. Yeah. That's, I think, why sometimes it goes the other way where I'm like, I'm in, you know, because I'm into jujitsu and MMA. And I'm like, you know what? I wonder if this, if I could do this to a beat. That's... <laughs> You should you should do um like like Zumba ify Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You know what I mean? Like do the moves, but to music. Yeah. In like a crunch gym. You All know? right, fellas. <laughs> All right, are you and ready to grapple and armbar and armbar and heel hook? I'm into it. I we have so many business ideas. Oh man, Mike, you we and gotta, I. We gotta call up our attorneys and get some LLCs going. <laughs> I'm not gonna release this episode because <laughs> there's so have, many good ideas. There's so many good ideas. We was thinking about it the other day. I was like, I realize I must do this because if I if it were up to me, I would do more podcasts. I would have one wow. about MMA or yeah. jujitsu. Sure. I would have one about fashion, quote unquote. Yeah. I would have this. Okay. And then I would have maybe one about being a dad. What is like, stopping you? I don't got enough time. Okay. To yeah. Do yeah. It all. That's legitimate. Yeah. If it's like lack of resources, that's yeah. Legitimate. I just I, other but like. There are like things I th- I talk about in my mind. Yeah, I have a podcast in my brain. Sure, hosted by me yeah. with a guest me. Yeah, every day, uh, and I love it. <laughs> I'm always listening That's to great. it. So uh, I'm actually not. I I don't like talking. Mm. Like I I am I I think I am a, a quiet person. Okay. Uh, roughly introverted. You know what I mean? Huh. But I just think that like this is uh, specifically like it, this feels like a safe space because it's just like you and me. Yeah. Here. Do you know what I mean? Of course. I'm not thinking about the audience. Yes. Uh. And and because we're like on a roll talking about stuff, this feels like a you know like a a good opportunity to continue talking. Do you know what I mean? I've so to that point, I'm always wondering like, are people going to be into listening to my you know ramblings? Um, but if you're having I mean, fun, clearly they are. They're giving you money for it. They are. That's true. Yeah. But um, Anthony Tam <laughs> is give, is is like proof. He's Wiley is proof. Wiley is proof. People want to hear this. Um, but. If you're having fun, that's great. That's yeah. that's that's a re- at least a start. Um, the other thing I want to say, is, so you know, we're talking about new artistic endeavors. Yeah, I think this is important. Yeah, I think this is really good. Yeah, you have something where you're like, I, I want to try tap. Yeah. Did you dance ever? No. You never like yeah. No. no, it's it. Okay, here's truly what it is. Is like, I've gained a lot of weight. Have you? I I I'm still skinny. I'm not like unhappy with my body image, mm. but I just know that like. In, in the same way, like, everyone looks at pictures of themselves in their oh, 20s, I see. and they're like, "Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, yeah, I yeah. used to be a different size of clothing. Mm-hmm, Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I don't exercise. Yeah. I've never enjoyed it. And so like I, in the very cliche way, like after new year's, I was like, I should, I got to exercise in some way. And I was trying to look at like fun alternate ways to exercise. And, um, Zumba jujitsu, for example. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would do. Totally. If you do it, I'm there. I want to put a put in pin on that because I have this like thought in my brain okay. about about something like that. But go ahead. Uh, and the two that I came across were I could do tap dancing classes. Okay. Which feels like so dorky. <laughs> I was telling this to another friend. They're like, it's like the dance equivalent of adult braces. It's like it's like it's like it's like fairly embarrassing as a kid and yeah, really embarrassing as an adult. adult. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Exactly. But I'm like, I, I feel don't care. That, I don't care anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, you shouldn't. It I, sounds I, fun. It's such a bummer because tap is cool. I think it's such a cool art form. It really is. And if you watch like old movies of them doing dance, I mean, they built whole movies. They had built entire movies around. Yes. How can we arrange it so that Fred Astaire can tap dance? Are you uh, a Broadway person? I do enjoy Broadway, yeah. Uh, have you seen Some Like It Hot? No. It just opened a few months ago. If you're listening to this right now and it's still on the Broadway, go see it. It's that good. It's so good. I love Some Like It Hot. And it has so much good tap dancing in it. So it's based on Some Like It Hot, the movie. Yes. Okay, but so like they made updated it. updated in, in yep. like yeah, yeah, the yeah. best possible way. Fuck, I love shit like it's that. It's really, really good. It's I'm... my show of the year. If it doesn't win the Tony for best Tony in whatever really? year it's eligible. Right, 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 right. I'm, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I love Broadway stuff. I, I wish I had the talent to do Broadway, but I, I don't. So I lock myself in this booth. But one of the least Filipino things about me is I can't sing. Oh, you can't. Yeah. No. Can you? How's? But... I can like hold a tune. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am not like a natural singer. I won't like riff. You know. No. Like my style at karaoke is like um song that everyone in the room is going to shout along with. Do you know? Yes, what I mean? yes, yes. Oh, I'm the same. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing like a like an Adele ballad. That's not. <laughs> that's why I to never. Me, that, that should be illegal at karaoke. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's why you don't invite Filipino people too. Honestly, yeah, because they will do like a deep cut slow song because they want to sing and they are going to be good, but it's going to bring the energy way down. Way down. Yeah. And it's like a seven minute song. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm like, keep the energy up. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay, but tap dance. And then the other one is um, parkour. Parkour. (laughs) Which is, again, so fucking dweeby. Where did you even... Okay, go ahead. Did you see like a class somewhere that you were like, oh, okay. A, A year ago, my girlfriend got me like one introductory class. And I loved it. Wait, where? So there's a few gyms that do it. And she got me a class at one that's like deep in the valley, like an hour away from our house. Oh, wow. This is fun. There's no way I'm going to come out here. And then I found a place that does it like in Glendale, which is like next door to Silver Lake, basically. And um, and I was like, I I should sign up there. Because it's like, I I think one of the reasons I don't like exercise is I um, like, not that I need to gamify it, but if you're just like, yeah. you know, run for a mile. I'm like, oh, that's, oh, that's the worst. But if you're like, run to that thing, yeah, that is a mile away. That's yeah. a lot more fun to me. Yeah, totally. And so, like, parkour and free running is a lot more like objective based. It's like you yes. gotta get from this platform to that platform using only these monkey bars. Oh. And to me, that's not exercise. To my brain, that's not exercise. Totally. But to my body, it is. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I should do that. You know what I mean? That's absolutely. That's absolutely the right way to think about. You know, yeah. exercise. Because I can't. You know, even like. Running in, like on a treadmill for like X amount of time. That's ass. I mean Hard that's ass. that's straight torture. Yeah, the straight like I think somewhere uh, there's a CIA black site where they're just like, <laughs> okay, ISIS members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're doing cardio, thirty minutes. 
yeah. at exactly 5.5 miles per hour. Yeah, it's so fucking boring. Torture, yeah. It sucks. And then you will break a person. Yeah. They will they will divulge the terrorist plot. No question. Uh but yeah. So wait, when in the class, what did you do? Um like the basics, it's like how to like roll safely. Oh, you know what that's I mean? Tight. Um like uh, like techniques for like balance. <clears throat> so like if you have to walk across a beam or whatever, you know, it's so it's, it's it's just like 101 stuff, but I'm like I would keep doing this. I would try and get good at this. You know what I mean? That's cool. I think it's also, and this is such a stupid thing, but it's like, <laughs> as an actor, it's like, well, what else can I add to my resume? And like, yeah. tap dance and parkour are two things that like, like anyone can ride a bike. You know what I mean? That's not a special skill. But if I can tap and if I can like jump off a building, those are special skills. Yeah, I think as that a... increases my job prospects. Right. You know? Of course. Yeah. If they can, add, you know, if you can, you know have the option yeah. you know any director is gonna be like yeah can you do this like of course yeah, yeah sure i can try that yeah and it's like uh i will say i think it's like tap is one of those things and and i've never taken a tap dance and i'm not a you know I, but i love dancing uh and i will say it is like a fundamental it's actually like something where a lot of people like a hip-hop dancer they'll tell people like hip-hop dancers like oh take tap oh interesting because it teaches you obviously rhythm sure right sure. but it just like lays a lot of stuff down so that you, if you don't ever tap again, yeah, fine. You know, I swear to God, like modern dancers will have taken tap for a few sure, years because sure. it just lays down so much foundation. That's how I feel about improv. Exactly, improv is such like a foundational skill. I think for any sort of like stage performer. Yeah, I think that where a lot of improvisers go wrong is they do improv for like twenty years and they're like, why am I not on TV show? It's like I don't yeah. know because you've only been working on one skill your right, whole life. Right, exactly. Uh, but that being said, if you if you're just like if you want to just be an actor or um. I don't know why I can't think of other examples. Just, yeah. If you want to have like a stage presence, you got to have. Yeah, that, I think improv is thing. a good. Yeah, it's a set it of tools. Teaches you a lot. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, same thing with tap. Um, parkour. No idea where that's going to lead, but <laughs> I think that's I think that's sweet that you yeah, want yeah. to try to do that. Yeah, and I think it would be cool if um, I'm all about promoting soft Asian dad vibes. Okay, sure. So like if you if there was like a because like usually I see parkour videos which are which are dope with like some really awesome dude, but it's like. Some kid who's like <clears throat> 24 and he like jumps off of like a three story building and then rolls on the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hmm, is there a version where for a 40 something year old man? Yeah. Because there's gotta be. I feel like it's American Ninja Warrior, ah. which is also like sort of part of like I watch American Ninja, not like religiously, not like every week, but anytime I see a clip, I'm like, that looks like so much fun. And I honestly mm. wish there, it's not even like I'm a big parkour person, it's that there are no Ninja Warrior gyms. Yes. I would go to a Ninja Warrior gym immediately. Yeah. But there aren't any in LA, in, in the city of LA. I'm sure yeah. if I drove out to Orange County, there might be. But it's like, that is actually what looks like the most fun to me. It's just like, hop from this platform to this platform, climb this thing, run up this ramp. Like, mm. that sounds fun to me. Yeah. It, I will say, Mike, is that, because these uh, parkour and American Ninja Warrior, I think gets people really fit. And it would, I've only known you for, in this booth for a little while. It would with my mind if you were really buff <laughs> like if you took your shirt off right now my like it does, vibe. It yeah. doesn't, you know yeah with your like you know side part haircut and like <laughs> but if you like took off your shirt and had a six-pack i'd be like get out well and, okay <laughs> this is legit i think about this a lot i i i specifically don't want to be buff mm. and this goes back to representation because i th there isn't enough of this yeah I'm pointing at myself <laughs> do you know what i mean yes 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 um it's oh man hasan minaj has this beautiful beautiful thing and it caused like a little bit of controversy because it, it involves Dax Shepard and you, you can google the whole thing online him and Dax have worked it out but he talks about how like Dax Shepard represents sort of like 
normal white guy. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dak Shepard is fine. Yeah. He's not a 10. He's not Chris Hemsworth or whatever. But he's also not a zero. Right. He's like a good-looking, kind of normal-ish guy. Yeah. And that doesn't exist for Asian guys. Dude. <laughs> he's he. This is all Hassan. And he talks about, you know, it's like either yes. you have like the V. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Or yeah. you're like IT nerd. IT nerd. There's yeah. nothing in the middle. That's so true. And so, like for myself, like when I'm writing scripts, and if I'm the character, I go out of my way to specifically make it like he's a normal guy. Yes. Like I'll call it out where it's like he takes a shirt off, and people are a little disgusted with his gut. Do you know <laughs> yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, because yeah. it's like those roles don't. We aren't allowed to be normal. Right. Uh, that it's that's like, this opens up like a whole nother. It's like a whole separate podcast worth yeah. of thoughts. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But it's just like I. It's it's almost important to me that I don't have abs. I, you know I, I mean? absolutely hear what you're saying. I would love to see, and this is representation for me, guy takes off his shirt, mm-hmm. hair just around the nipples. <laughs> I found my first gray nipple hair. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was horrifying. <laughs> I cut it. I cut that you're just like, that You're like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my, that's my, my body is hair just around the nipples. Yeah. Nowhere else. Yeah. Not on my chest. Yeah. You know, not on like, oh, I have one really long one on my stomach. It's really strange. But one on the stomach? Yeah, on the like kind of the right side. Oh, interesting. I, I've named him. It's just like one <laughs> follicle. It's not like a bunch. It's just like one. Anyway, so yeah, but I, I hear you because uh, <laughs> whenever there's like, I mean, hey, all repres- Asian representation I get behind. Yes. But whenever it's like, oh, there's a new movie coming out and uh, we uh, introducing, you know, uh, Kevin Chow and he's. A hot Australian Chinese yeah, guy, and I'm yeah. like, good for you. I want to be friends with you, but mm-hmm. at the same time, fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's the right attitude. Just like all representation is important. It's important. I think it sucks when, like, just talking within our own community, like when Asians tear down Asian-led projects. Yeah, I'm not for any reason. No, I'm like, it, it exists. <clears throat> that that any movie exists is a miracle. Yes. If it's like an Asian movie and it exists, that's like two miracles. Yep. So even if you don't like, I'm not saying like you don't have a right to criticize it. If sure. you don't like it, that's okay. Yeah. But you do have to respect that like it, you couldn't do that. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Look, all I'm saying is can we get a, you know, Marvel Asian guy movie? Hairy nipples. That's all I'm saying. Hairy nipples. That's the main, CGI yeah. it in if you need to. Yeah. Add the hair in. They did it on The Martian. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the beard that yeah, yeah, he yeah. has in The Martian. That's not real. It's it's a digital beard. It's so weird. Man. What the fuck? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Bro, hold on. <laughs> man. Yeah. Come on. If the, you the can, things we do for white movies. If you can in CGI beard on on Matt Damon. The the like the backflips we go through to make white people look good in Hollywood. Come on. I Okay, the, I Okay, I don't know how to start this. I had a tweet go viral a couple weeks ago because I talked specifically about the number of roles I've lost to white people. Yeah, yeah. And um, this goes back to what we were saying earlier where I'm like, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. Literally the last tweet in the thread, I was like, don't ask me about this again. I don't want to talk about this. Yep. But I'm bringing it up specifically because um, the the role that like got announced as a white person that yeah. like made me tweet it. Yeah. Uh, I was like reading more about it, and like when the when I was auditioning for it, it was like we're looking for an Asian person, yeah, and I don't want to give away the project. So it's like who okay. plays this instrument really well? Uh huh. And as I just told you, I can play instruments pretty well. There you go. And so I auditioned for it, and I was like, I feel like I got a pretty good shot at this. How many other actors can do this? Right? Yeah. 
And you then, got the chops. You have the you have the pedigree. You have all the that's supposed to be there. Exactly. Yep. They went with a white guy. Ugh. And the more I was reading about this project, which is coming out soon, so they're you know doling out more and more information. It's like, yeah, these actors learn to play these instruments. And I'm like, so let me get this straight. Yeah. You were going to cast an Asian person. Yeah. Who plays an instrument? And instead, you went with a white person and taught them to play the instrument. Yeah. It's not a bug; it's a feature. You know, it's like, oh, the fact that he can't play is actually a good yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now yeah. he gets to learn yeah. to play. <laughs> yeah, I, it's my blood boils. And then we CGI'd on a beard onto him. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. We know, in fact, we CGI'd on an Asian face onto him. <laughs> so the fact that, and actually, he now he has an accent. How, I, do you think that's going to happen at what? some point that we're going to like digital yellow face people? Where it's like we hired like a white body actor, but then we put, you know, like Michelle Yeoh's face on it. Ooh. First of all, don't put any thoughts into their brains because that is something. <laughs> Someone now. is writing that down. Someone's right like, now. oh, I bring that to my boss. <laughs> yeah. Uh man. I um I mean in some ways it's kinda happening. So, you know, they don't even need a CGI. They just have to cast a white guy. Yeah. Um Damn. Anyway, uh I'm very available uh, <laughs> if any casting director wants to send a role my way. I I love it. I hope you uh, you uh, pursue some of these tap free thank you. Free running. I hope I do too. Not to get abs, but just to generally be healthier. Just to be healthier. Cuz I'm in my 30s now and I got to You explore with your body, man. Yeah, That's yeah. the main thing. Exactly. Explore with your body. You got to, you know, you can do crazy shit if you let it, you know. That's all I'm saying. Um okay. How can our fans find you? Uh, I'm at Mike Cabalon on Twitter and Instagram. Um but I hate both of them, so I don't know. Okay, <laughs> if fair you enough. DM me, I'm probably going to ignore it. Okay. Not because not I don't want to talk to you, but just like I – man, I, social media is such a – It's a weird thing. It's a necessary evil. I hear you. Yeah. What are uh, what, what are some projects that they've you've been in that they um, want to check out some work? Uh, this is also weird to talk about because I starred in two seasons of a show on NBC called Mr. Mayor. Amazing. That they pulled off streaming. You cannot watch it anymore. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, for all intents and purposes, does not exist. What the fuck? They're probably CGIing a white guy's face. Exactly. On you. Yeah, yeah. So starring Matt Damon. Um, <laughs> it was a great show. I loved it. I think maybe you can buy it. You know, right. like how you can go on iTunes and buy anything technically. But like, if you want to like stream it, I you can't. So you just gotta trust me. It was really good. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, I I make a very small appearance in uh, Randall Park's new movie Shortcomings. Great. Which just debuted at Sundance. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be out at some point this year. I don't know. I'm getting the email. They CGI you out of that as well. Okay, great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, great. Yeah, uh, white actors eating my lunch. <laughs> um, yeah, so that'll be out at some point, and um kind of it for right now okay great uh well again if you want to ever follow us on the uh, instagram uh it's uh at asian not asian pod you can find me personally on there at nice pants bro again come check us out um we've got a bunch of shows uh one more time that's uh sf sketch fest february 3rd and 4th hack city that's on the 10th in new york city and then there's asian not asian live that's on the 17th uh come check it out maybe we'll do some tap dancing maybe we'll do some zumba jujitsu maybe we'll start a fire who knows? I hope you had fun, Mike. I had so much fun. I'm so glad I got to do this. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Uh, having me. You got it. You know. You yeah, get it. I believe You it. know what I'm saying. Yeah. And thank you, all the listeners. Uh, until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye.